It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Instant analysis after the Ravens week one 24 to 9 victory over the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Um, the podcast as a whole, though, just watched the end of Bengals Steelers, which was really one of the bizarre football games I've ever seen in my entire life there at the end. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, we will get to that at some point because obviously the division factors into everything that goes on uh, with the Ravens. But 24 to 9, uh, th- it was 10 to 3 Ravens at the half. And I, you know, went on the X32 Twitter and was soliciting uh, people's thoughts on the first half. Uh, they were not altogether positive, or by that meaning, none of it was positive. It was all negative. It was a pretty trash first half on, in all facets from both teams. I guess Ravens defensively played well. Jets on the other side, maybe a little bit as well. Uh, Ravens opened it up with 14 third quarter points and kind of at that point rolled to, I would call it a ho-hum victory. Um, RDT, you didn't see a lot of this game, so Banks, I'll go to you first. Uh, overall thoughts on what almost by the end felt a little bit like a preseason game for the Ravens. Yeah. Ho-hum is, is probably about right. Uh, there were some flashes of brilliance in there, but as it came to like a drive by drive basis, you came away with most drives with just a bad taste in your mouth. They didn't run the football like whatsoever. Um, that was a bit of an issue um, in the final two preseason games. And I, you know, I said, I'm not going to get too worried about this, until I see an offense with Lamar Jackson and it struggled to run the football. Well, they did that today. So I have some concerns about the offensive line and how they're, they're blocking and the running backs, like the whole run game is looks not good. Um, I mean, to be, to be fair, like the jets played a really sloppy and uneven game that could have been far more competitive if they just do a few different things, like don't drop a touchdown. I mean, I was kind of in garbage time, but like, Things like that. Don't drop a touchdown. Don't fumble um, inside your opponent's thirty-yard line. Um, Flacco don't have a twenty-yard a twenty-yard punt was a uh, gave the Ravens a touchdown. Yeah, twenty-yard punt. The the pick across the middle of the field for Marcus Williams was <clears throat> the best offense we really had for the first twenty-five minutes of the game. Um, so, all in all, I mean, you look at the stat sheet, the Jets. Gained 378 yards. We only gained 274. They had 24 first downs. The Ravens had 13. There weren't many long, sustainable drives that the Ravens had, um, and they were kind of fortunate to to get the the deep strike there to to Bateman that I think that put the game away. Because you know the one definitely the the brighter side of things is that the defense played a very good game. Not a great game, but I would say you know a good game, um, especially on third and fourth down where they, they, you know, got the jets off of the field. Um, my point being is that once the Ravens had a two score lead, it didn't really feel like it was going to be threatened because the pass rush was very effective today. And the defense really had some teeth, um, and made life hard for the jets. Um, so it's not one that I'm walking away from feeling great about, but you get a win on the road. Um, you can't be too upset. You got to see Lamar Jackson play for the first time in, you know, 10 months, really. So it's, it, you get a win and, and on the road and, and you're, you're happy about it. But in terms of what I see the Ravens, you know, their outlook, it's not as bright as it was coming into today. Tough pause. Tough pause. You may have to complete that thought again. What my, what did it cut out? Yeah. Your very last like sentence. 
Well, I, I mean, said, I, like, I don't even know. I'm not walking away from that game with an outlook where I'm feeling, you know, as good as I did coming into the game. I would agree. I think that overall this was not an uplifting effort from a team that this week uh, we talked about being like a 13, 12, 13 win type of team. That is not what we saw today. Um, and I think that some of those things will improve based on guys hopefully coming back from injury. Now, the Ravens also did lose some guys to injury, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I think the running game is the is the thing we're talking about. You know, we talked about for the last month that we felt like uh, the Ravens were going to get back to a 2019 type of running game. And yes, the personnel in the backfield is not there right now. But even so, um, and I, I certainly was not impressed at all by Kenyon Drake or Mike Davis or Justice Hill and any of the things they did. You can't get too much on Justice Hill. You can get a lot of opportunities. But there was not a ton to write home about. It makes you certainly yearn for uh, Mr. Edwards and Mr. Dobbins. Um, but even Lamar Jackson couldn't really get anything going on the ground. So the Ravens ran for three yards a carry, 21 carries for 63 yards. And offensively, we're really uneven. I, I, as you said, if the Jets, who are I would just continue to be one of the worst franchises in sports at this point, if they do anything well today, they have a very good chance to win the game. The Ravens made enough big plays. Lamar makes a very good throw. Devin Dubernay makes a very good catch. There's a touchdown. The Jets give you a short field. You get a touchdown on the bomb to Rashad Bateman. Uh, in the, the first half was putrid. Like I, I, I normally get, at least offensively, I normally get kind of annoyed with people that make super like hard line takes after like one half or whatever. But like that was sort of unacceptable for a team that expects to do big things. Now, hopefully in, five weeks, six weeks, we're like, look back on that. And remember the first half in New York, they were just playing their way into it. And they're certainly probably part of that. They definitely looks better in the second half. You know, they hadn't played in the preseason. And we've, we saw that all around the league. I mean, Burrow was terrible today. So there, there were, there, that there were examples of that. So maybe that'll just become the norm. Now teams don't come out in week one and week one is way more of an aber week one, week two, way more of an aberration than they used to do with how the preseason used to be. Um, but specifically with the running game, that was the most concerning part. I mean, the passing game was going to be a work in progress as Lamar gets timing with some of these guys, um, you know, back from, you know, having not thrown to them in a live game in a year. But you would have thought the running game would have translated a little bit more. And maybe it's just going to be the case of getting J.K. Dobbins back and getting Gus Edwards back. And those guys just being better players than Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis. Maybe that's the case. Because right now, if they run the ball like that against a good team, they're going to have a hard time winning. On the defensive side, I agree with you, Banks. I thought that specifically the Justin, Justin squared, Matabuke and just and Houston were very good today. Um, Justin Houston showed you, you know, I think why he got a lot of trust in bring brought back as one of the Ravens lone pass rusher, rushing specialists. I thought Justin Matabuke was all over the field, um, whether he was sort of getting credited with tackles or not. Um, and then Marcus Williams shows you why the Ravens gave him all that money, a pick 12 tackles, um, he was, he was very good. Um, Joe Flacco threw the ball 59 times today, which I can't imagine if you're Robert Sala, that is your, your formula for victory. But uh, the Jets certainly could have been more in the game. Ho-hum is how I started the pod. That's how I feel coming out of the game. Uh, you hope that that first half is a total aberration, but it was not a fun football game to watch for half of it, maybe a little over half of it. So, um, and then you feel for, you feel for Jawan James. I mean, that is just so brutal. Torn Achilles, just, you know, Harbaugh just announced it at the presser. Um, he said there's some reason for optimism with Kyle Fuller, although that looked like a, like, get 
the cart over here immediately situation. So I hope that, you know, it's like a Giannis Antetokounmpo in the NBA playoffs a couple of years ago. Where you're like, oh, that's a torn ACL. And then he's okay. But um, that just is another line depth is something the Ravens don't have at least to tackle. And they lost their left tackle, at least the guy that's playing right now. So put Ronnie Stanley in whatever you got to put him in to get him back. Cause the Ravens are going to need him at some point to get somewhere this year. I was going to say, I, I didn't know about the injury to James. Um, is that they can't force Stanley back a second before he's ready. Correct. I mean, no, they can't, they definitely can't so, force him back. So, I mean, I, so again, I, obviously it's very early. What's the game plan going forward for, for the, the line Pat, Patrick McCary is going to earn his money. Share. Yeah, that's <laughs> why we signed him to be kind of the swing tackle, the guy who goes and plays other positions. Um, and he's done it, you know, admirably, I guess I would say, you know, in tight positions. Um, it looks like he might have to do it for another couple of weeks here. We'll see. But uh, yeah, he's the guy who's going to be at left tackle. Interesting note. Um, I just looked up on Joe Flacco's career game log. This is the third most pass attempts he's ever had in the game. Um, and he has lost his top 10 most attempts in a game. He has lost all 10 of those games. So it was very much, I mean, that, that, that just kind of goes with how football works, but to a good degree as well, we knew that if we were to force the Jets to throw that many times, that it was probably going to be a good day for us. It, it seems like the Jets ran the ball decently too. Again, I, I didn't watch any of the game, but 17. First play of the game, they went for, for 19 yards. They, they they went 19 yards on the first play of the game on the ground, and they didn't really seem to return to it much. I, I thought Michael Carter had a burst for a lot of the game, and they just didn't yeah. – they didn't really force the issue there. I'm not sure what they were trying – I mean, I, I they got down, so Flacco ended up having to throw a lot. But even in the first half, if and, and Flacco didn't get help at times too. Guys were dropping passes and, and things like that. Um, the Ravens did a little bit of bend, don't break at times. Um, yeah, I just, just overall, you know, there's not, it's not, I mean, the Jets are, the Jets are bad. You know, they're bad every single year. They're bad right now. Um, and I, I think if you're going to spin this positively, you hope that this is like a, okay, the Ravens have no rhythm, whatever situation, but yeah. It also seems like, at least the Ravens week one games the last couple of years between the bills game in the rain where they, where they went 47 to three or whatever, the Miami game, the Raiders game last year, like at least they're exciting, like memorable games. This will, and we, I forget what game we said about this last year, but like, this will be a game that in, in two years, nobody remember. Like you're not going to remember this game. The only reason you're going to remember it is because flat, it was Flacco versus the Ravens, but it doesn't seem like anything spectacular came out of it. And it's kind of just, Oh yeah. I forgot. They opened that one year against the jets. Like n- nothing. It was a win. It wasn't pretty, but it, again, it was a win. So that's what you take out of it. The injuries are definitely a concern uh, at, on the line moving forward. I think that's that's interesting to to see how John Harbaugh deals with that during the week. Um, Rashad Bateman, I think, was going to get skewered a little bit before the touchdown. So good for him. He avoids he avoids the inevitable. Like Ravens fans hate on the guy that's supposed to be the a really good wide receiver. Uh, Devin Duvernay is awesome. He's awesome. I mean, that, that the catch he makes on the touchdown, like everyone freaked out about the Lamar throws a good throws, a hell of a catch guys draped all over him. Mm-hmm. 
it's a it's a heck of a catch it's a huge play in the game um obviously gets the second touchdown catch um Mark Andrews, 552, got targeted seven times. Um, Isaiah likely had the targets earlier, and it didn't feel like we saw much of him after that. So um, his his breakout has been limited to the preseason so far. Um, trying to think of any – I thought Patrick Queen looked pretty good at times. Um, yeah. Pressure the quarterback. You got guys on the space, ground when you had a chance. Covered well. Yeah. Yep. I, the, the defense overall, um, and I think defenses are going to be ahead of offense at this point, but – you know, you end up getting Marcus Peters back. You hope that Fuller's not, you know, out for the year. And as we projected, they look like a pretty good unit. Uh, loved people freaking out about Kyle Hamilton in the first half. Just freaking out about him. A- anything Kyle Hamilton does gets freaked out about. It. It's very bizarre. So I I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't dig deep into those halftime whatever conversations that were going on there because, like, I just can't handle that kind of stuff. It's just it's exhausting. And I thought, I don't know. I I, just were that, back on that Greg did Roman. not even didn't even register with me as something to get. People were back on Greg about. Roman. This didn't feel like a play calling situation. They must just not be confident in the personnel in the running game. Like, and you could tell they just weren't getting. So they just had to give let Lamar drop back and throw. They just weren't doing anything on the ground. I mean, they. I mean, if you have to make an adjustment at the left tackle position mid game, you're going to have to shuffle some um, some pass protection calls and things like that, or at least try to set yourself in where you have some confidence that you can go ahead and call your entire playbook uh, based on how that, that blocking is happening. So I really thought that the Jets came out with, with the mission of, you know, keeping guys near the line of scrimmage and shutting down the run and then putting all the other focus on the Mark Andrews. So the focus, you know, they were trying to have us beat them by throwing to everybody, but, but Andrews. And we, we did that you know, effectively enough for sure. So I think a lot of teams, when you look at the stats that came out of this game, yeah, the Jets kind of gave up that bomb. We could have had a pretty deep one to Tylen Wallace that I thought Lamar threw a great ball on. Um, there were some other opportunities, but it, it seems again that teams are, are going to be willing to to kind of put guys near the line of scrimmage and shut down the run and, and take their chances with Lamar beating them deep. And um, he did that better than he didn't today. I'll say that. Do you want to give any Joe Flacco parting thoughts here after you're wearing the jersey? Uh, yeah, I'm wearing the jersey. I'm paying my respects. Um, I mean, we saw Joe Flacco today play a game that is pretty indicative of who Joe Flacco has been his entire career. Like, if he doesn't have a clean pocket, he's just not going to play all that well. Simple as that. There were a few throws where he had a clean pocket. He stepped up. He threw absolute darts down the middle. But those opportunities were few and far between. And he had guys dropping passes left and right. I mean, I could go on and on. I could write a book about all the drops that Joe Flacco suffered through in his career. Um, You know, it's just tough to watch. It's tough to see him have to go through that with another team. Um, And it's, you know, the Jets are injured, especially at that same left tackle position. So they're kind of dealing with their own problems. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it was just Joe was kind of, the victim and he was in the way and he had to go down today. So it's a shame. It's a shame. I wish him the best. And a lot they, of Jets fans play, are calling for Mike White in the second half. A lot they, of Jets fans. They are playing the AFC North slate to start the year, just like we're playing the AFC East slate. So if Joe can go ahead the next couple of weeks and do a job for us, that would be tremendous. Um especially Ravens with the, have, how those two teams looked just now. Well and, and even that's, the Browns, I was gonna so. say so 
putting, I think on the, you know, as we go through these instant analysis and new listeners, you know, kind of talk about, always talk about the game, obviously, and then kind of put it into context with what we've seen throughout the week so far. We obviously, we had the chance to watch all these one o'clock games. The Steelers and the Bengals, it's hard to know what to make of those two teams after that game. That was one of the most topsy-turvy games I've ever seen. Uh, Steelers, if you didn't see it, Steelers beat the Bengals. I don't know how you couldn't have. Steelers beat the Bengals 23-20. to You have to go read about it to have any idea what happened in this game. I I don't have enough time to describe it. They, they, the Steelers ended up getting wins. So Steelers want to know, Bengals lose, which is great. Bengals lose a road game. I guess they were presumably a division favorite. (laughs) The Browns almost blew a game to the Panthers, but they win. So that's how the division kind of shakes out right now. This, This could be a very all four of these teams can win the division type of situation. If the Ravens continue to play at this kind of level, all these teams look like they're on the same level today, to me at least. Now, that could change as we go through. And the and I don't think the Browns are that challenge, are that threatening with Jacoby Brissett, and I don't think that the Steelers are that threatening with Mitchell Trubisky. That Steelers defense looked very good, though. Um, and, Excuse me, what, though? Yeah. It, people think sound, it sounds like pack. torn packs. So context of the division – I think it's kind of status quo at this point. I think all four of those teams might not be as good as we maybe thought they were. I, I, don't, I guess people didn't think the Steelers or Browns would be that good, but they kind of seem about the same. And the Bengals and Ravens didn't impress me today. So I don't know how you got what you guys think about putting them in the context of the division. Well, I mean, I also we we saw the Bengals be. I mean, Joe Burrow played some bad games last year too, early on, where he lost to who was it, the Bears. He had an awful game against the Bears, and then I think he played bad against. Another team I can't remember. Um, I, I think the Bengals are still the team to beat in the division. Again, obviously, I saw more of that game than I did the Ravens game. But I think we know the level that the Ravens can play at. I mean, again, if Lamar is 2019 Lamar, hell, if he's if he's the Lamar last year before he got hurt, then I think that that Lamar and that, the, you know, with with the cast around him is plenty enough to to win the division, you know, with this with this Ravens team. So. I don't know. I mean, it was also just a weird day for the team, too, because you get the contract stuff coming out this morning. Who knows if that takes something out of their sales? Um, I don't I don't know what you guys think about that, but it's just kind of a, a weird coincidence when that came out and and the, the way that it seems like they played today. So. Yeah. Um, in terms of division, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I kind of spaced out there. Well, you're talking, Taylor walked out of the room. I'm trying to deal with a little situation over here. Um, nobody's looking all that scary in the AFC North right now. I mean, I didn't catch hardly any of the Browns game, but geez, Bengals and Steelers just kicking it all over the place. <laughs> it's clear who the better team is between the two of them, the Bengals by a mile. I mean, they outgained the shit out of the Steelers. Steelers didn't move the football hardly at all. Um, they just kind of put a little tiny drive together at the end, but man, um, it's really tough to to almost lose, should have lost a game when you're plus five on the takeaway uh, margin. And uh, I think the Steelers are 1-0 here, but I still think that they're moving fast towards a good 6-11 and season. I mean, Mitch Mitch did not look good in the times I saw him. Again, he's not going to stretch stinks. the field. It's I think Najee got hurt too. I, I don't know what the 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 story with that is. I know he went out with a foot injury, but I mean, again, I don't think Pickens is good. He's not scaring you. Deontay Johnson is good. He's not he's not keeping you up at night. Same with Clay. That, catch, that catch he made on the sideline was unbelievable. The catch was unbelievable. But like, I don't think George Pickens is keeping up. You know, McDonald on on you know 
the week before the game being like, how do we stop this guy? But I, again, I mean, I don't, I think they're going to go as far as the quarterback will take them. And it, I don't think that's very far with, which with Trubisky. Looking forward to next week for the Ravens. The Dolphins looked pretty good, played well. The Patriots also might be a team that are not good. I don't know how much of that game you watch, Bags. I know you were out of pocket celebrating uh, birthdays over there, RDT. So you weren't you weren't totally locked into the week here. But I was watching fi- fantasy, and I have Waddle, so I was paying attention to that. Uh, they were they played well. The the Patriots, Mac Jones might be bad. He might be bad. He stinks. I think he stinks. I think yeah. last year was an, an outlier for him, an anomaly. I think he's going to be bad. 21 for 30 with a touchdown and a pick, 213 yards. For the two Anon people, 23 of 33, 270 and a touch for Mr. Tua. Um, good weekend for the Tongue of Iloa family. Sheesh. I got, I got a text yesterday that said Talia for Heisman. Talia for Heisman. Talia had a hell of a game yesterday. I oh, mean, it was, against Char- it was against Charlotte. Hey. No disrespect to Charlotte's defense, but, you know. Kind of was what it was, but uh um, win. Good week for the tongue of my Lois. Uh, so we'll see. That 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 will definitely be more of a test than this Jets team was this week. Um, the Dolphins have clearly brought some of the momentum from the end of last year to this year. Um, and they'll be tough. And we'll preview we'll, we'll preview that game all uh this week, as I have just like totally gotten stuffed up here as we do this podcast. I can like barely speak. Got uh, any final thoughts? You didn't dust this week, did you? Any, I guess not. Any final thoughts before I just absolutely pop off from a sneezing perspective here? I don't think anybody needs to hear that. Uh, I mean, a win's a win. It's a road win. We got to see Lamar Jackson play football again today. We haven't seen that in a very long time. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's exciting. He, he made a few plays. That first down run he had early in the second half was just ridiculous. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that we hoped and expect to see. Um, moving forward and yeah no I mean like the defense looks awesome that's one of the bigger puzzle pieces um, or unknowns that we weren't sure about coming into the year just because the defense is really what fell apart with all the injuries last year and we're still getting guys back from that Um, so it's good to see them kind of step up and do their part and you know we want to think that this offense can score at will and can get into track meets with teams and win games. And that's probably true, but we're really going to be a Super Bowl contender when the defense plays the way, the way we know it can. Um, they were close to number one defense in the league there in 2019. I think that gets taken for granted um, because there's so much talk about that offense that year. So um, good to see them play a good game. I thought Mike McDonald played a, you know, called a pretty good game there. Um, and uh, all things are are looking, you know, like I said, maybe not as good as coming in, but it, you know it's a win, and that's all you can really do in one day. I agree I, with that. Oh, God, RT. I was just going to say, I think, like you said, with all the injuries and the guys who are out today, I, obviously this is going to be a team that I think rounds into form in the next couple weeks. Obviously, when Dobbins is back, um, and he's probably you know next week, if not two weeks, once Edwards is back. Um, if Ronnie Stanley, you know, ever eventually comes back, I, I think again the team's going to round into form. It's not like this is the team that you're going to see in Week Ten. The defense, maybe, because again, like you said, they're they're pretty healthy. It seems, but besides for Fuller, but you know, I don't think again I, any cause for concern or worry. It's Week One. I mean, you know, you can lay dozen Week One. It happens all the time, but you know, again, I think the team's just going to get healthier and they're going to get scarier from there. A lot of teams had worse week ones than the Ravens. I think that's 
a good way to sum it up. The Ravens yeah. move on next week to the Miami Dolphins. We will be back this week with the normal show previewing the game and starting five draft, all the normal stuff. Uh, great to have the incident analysis back. Great to have football back. Great to not have this cold that I'm dealing with. I don't know what is going on with me. I'm like falling apart. So we're going to end the show here and I'm going to go take some medicine. Um, thank you boys for jumping on Ravens beat the jets 24 to nine. That was the exit 52 instant analysis presented by Jimmy's seafood.